0: Just, like, wink or something if you want me to.
1: I'm not going to wink at you. All right. I think I... Wow, you're not going to wink at me? You missed it. I just did. Ew. Lindsay. Hi Erica. How are
0: you doing? How are you doing? Today? No, I asked you first. Yeah, uh-uh. my turn to go first. How are you doing? Uh-huh. No, you went first last time. You asked me last time. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm doing fine. Right. I'm not. That's
1: <laughs> Yeah. No.
0: How are you doing?
1: I'm fine. That's good. Yeah. I have a fun story to tell you. Ooh. A really fun story, but before that, I would like to quote. <clears throat> you know the Bugs Bunny meme where it's like, "I wish all yes. blank a very good evening." I've seen this one going around. It's like, I would like to wish all Wall Street a very Lose Your Money. I love that. Lose I've your money.
0: seen one. It's like, I'd like to wish Rudy Giuliani a very Die. <laughs> 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 They're so good. I
1: just, I just like those. Oh, man. It's been a really wild January. It's, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Lots of things have been happening. Too many things, in my opinion.
1: So many things. We were talking about them in lab today. I forget what the fourth thing was, but Alex was just like, "Yeah, there's like one thing every Wednesday." I was like, "Too many things." It
0: was one thing every Wednesday because it was the capital thing, something in the middle,
1: inauguration.
0: Inauguration and then now GameStop.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, Oh, I- the impeachment, the impeachment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot because there was a second one. Congrats on setting a record. Listen,
0: I guess if we're all stuck inside, people are going to start making their own fun by, you know, uh, committing treason and uh, making a bunch of billionaires lose their money. One of those is fun. One of them is not. Yeah. I'll let you decide which one I think is
1: fun. (laughs) That's probably a dangerous idea. Mm -hmm. All right. So do you want to hear a fun story? Yes. All right, well, before we get to the fun part, I do want to mention there is some, like, brief mentions of animal cruelty, so sorry in advance for that. Jeez. I know. But now that that's out of the way, are you ready to hear a ghost story?
0: Is this what you're doing this week, or do you have a separate fun story?
1: Nope, this is what I'm doing. Oh, okay,
0: I was confused, and I was like, you asked me about a fun story twice, and you got derailed twice, and I want to hear about this fun story.
1: That's just how it is. All right, I
0: am ready for this fun story.
1: Okay, good. Once upon a time in 1883, Arizona... Two years after the gunfight at O.K. Corral, two couples lived on a ranch. One normal spring morning, the men left to gather their sheep and determine how many had been lost to the last raid. Because apparently they were like, the, the Apache tribe lived nearby. Okay. And they did not get along with the colonists for obvious reasons. Yes. This trip that the men would take generally might last for several days, so the women expected to be alone for a while. Little did they know, a ghost was lurking nearby. One of the women left the house to collect some water near a thicket of willow trees while the men were gone shortly after she left the dog began to bark drawing the second woman to the window she could not see much but what she did see was quote, red enormous and ridden by a devil she heard screaming and howling but was too terrified to help her friend, and instead barricaded the door and prayed. That night, the men returned and found her still in hysterics. After the woman told them what happened, they lit torches and went down to the spring. There, they found the mangled body of the second woman. She had been trampled, almost to the point of being completely flattened, and cloven hoof prints, twice as large as a horse hoof, covered the mud around her. Long red hairs, still clung to the willow branches. The unnamed woman was the first and only known victim of the red ghost, though she would not be the last to see the creatures.
0: See, that's a boring name. I'm going to stop you right there. That's fine. The name sucks. Branding <laughs> is terrible. Who's their PR firm? Cause, I don't know, but
1: it was 1883.
0: So. I guess, but looks like red ghost. It's too on the nose. Know, it's I not know. creative. It does not strike fear.
1: It's slightly less on the nose once you hear a bit more of it. Well, I mean, it's a, it's fear. a red ghost.
0: Eh. Okay. Figure
1: it out. A few days after this mysterious death, I'm sorry that you hate the name. Two prospectors were woken up when their tent collapsed on their heads. They heard a loud scream and the sound of pounding hooves. Presumably, after they got the tent off of them, so presumably after they got the tent off of them, the prospectors witnessed a ridiculously tall horse-like creature disappearing into the brush. The next morning, they recounted this story to some other miners at a nearby camp. The others returned with them to the campsite. And they saw the huge hoof prints and found long red hair on the bushes. Even though the details of these sightings map, most who heard the story simply considered it a tall tale, made even taller by one man who claimed to have chased the beast until it vanished into thin air, and another who reportedly watched it kill and devour an entire grizzly bear. Oh my. Yeah. For those of our listeners who are unfamiliar with the grizzly bear of North America, because there are apparently some in Russia as well, It is a very large brown bear with super cute round ears that will absolutely kill you if provoked.
0: It's like the biggest bear, right? No,
1: besides polar bears. It's at least the biggest bear in America. It's at least the biggest, like, United States bear.
0: Well, polar bears live in Alaska, so.
1: Okay. But
0: I think it's the biggest one that's not the in polar the bear.
1: continental u.s also okay do you does know? not include alaska or hawaii this is true
0: so you know like the arctic circle mm-hmm. do you know that just means like the bear circle and then the antarctic is the no bear circle because polar bears <laughs> live in the arctic circle and not the south one
1: i didn't realize that
0: it's just, it's very funny and i think about it all the time and it, i can't tell people because like i can't just be like you want to hear a cool bear fact Arctic Circle I mean, you means.
1: absolutely could. That's a that's nice breaker. That's true. Maybe that's what I was. Better than asking how much a polar bear weighs.
0: I'll, that's what I'll start doing as my pickup line for Bumble. Uh, hey, do you want to yeah. hear a fun bear fact?
1: Yeah, do that.
0: It's, it's just so good. It's like the bear full circle and the bear list circle, pretty much. It's perfect. Anyway. I'm
1: amazed. <laughs> and that's the best thing I've learned today. And I learned all about this thing today, too. Wow. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so more more grizzly bear facts. They are bigger than the American black bears and apparently more aggressive when defending both themselves and their cubs. And part of the reason is because adult grizzlies cannot climb trees, so they have to stand their ground and fight instead. Oh. And according to Wikipedia, they said, despite their size, they are not known to hunt humans, like, despite the size advantage.
0: Because, I mean, I don't think they would, because humans would put up a fight. But I don't know. My dad, I, like, have made things about, hey, like, we should save the polar bears because it's sad that they're dying. And my dad's like, polar bears will eat you at the drop of a hat. They will not hesitate.
1: They will kill you. It's like, Charles,
0: relax. Yeah. They will. They're not
1: going to hunt you actively.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's not going to come after me if there's also a seal.
1: Yeah, leave the bears alone, you'll probably be fine. Yeah. Stay away from them. But anyway, back to the red ghost, and spoiler alert, it's not a grizzly bear. So, about one month after the woman on the ranch was trampled to death, another sighting occurred about 80 miles away. A rancher named Cyrus Hamblin was hunting for stray cattle when he spotted a huge, reddish animal in the brush. Even though the red ghost was about a quarter of a mile away from him, Hamblin paused and. Den- positively identified it as positively
0: identified
1: positively identified so Lindsay, do you want to guess what animal this is okay so it has hooves mm-hmm.
0: it's big it's just like a big ass goat because nope. ho- horses do not have
1: cloven hooves it's true this oh is, is it a big, big camel. cow a camel a camel interesting yes it is a wild camel and now it is time for a history lesson because i'm gonna tell you about camels in america Camels in America. (laughs) Yes, but, I mean, before that, I do need to point out, Hamblin also knows something really strange. So the camel's hump was, like, misshapen. It actually appeared as though the camel was carrying a dead man on its back.
0: Okay. Yes. There's a lot happening in this story.
1: There is a lot happening. That's why I said this one's a little bit wild. It's just, there's so many twists first of all camels in america second of all a woman gets trampled to death third of all a corpse on a camel
0: also are we to believe that a camel ate a grizzly bear
1: oh no that was part of the tall tales no one believed that part.
0: oh okay I'm like hold
1: on yeah
0: because camels are no, not nice were... but they i don't think they could kill a bear no
1: i don't think so either so it basically appeared like the camel the camels carrying a dead man on its back and despite Hamblin's solid reputation around town Many people scoffed at this claim and insisted that he was probably just seeing things. That is, until five prospectors out there panning for gold There's spotted no. the red ghost about 60 miles west of Hamblin's Ranch. They shot at the beast and either missed it or barely grazed it as it ran away, dropping something from its back. The object that fell... A According to a report from the Mojave County Miner, it was, quote, a human skull with a few shreds of flesh and hair still clinging to it. That's metal. Yeah. But why the fuck would a camel be wandering the North American desert? I
0: ask myself that question every day.
1: I'm sure you do. And Even before because, I learned about this man,
0: about this camel. Yeah,
1: I know. It's a really like tough question to ask. But I have an answer, Lindsay. Okay. It's because we put them there. That's why. Okay. Now, this camel... So this camel that's wandering in the American desert, the North American deserts. Um, it's not to be confused with camelops, which is like a giant camel, like megafauna that once lived in North America. Those went okay. extinct about 10,000 years ago.
0: <laughs> the real camel that you know and love, not to be confused with this thing that hasn't been alive <laughs> in several well, listen, millennia. A lot of
1: our cryptid sightings can be chalked up to dinosaurs. Like, that's the explanation for a lot of them.
0: I would not describe a camel as a dinosaur
1: well no but it's on like the same i think it existed around the same time as like woolly mammoths yeah okay and then when all the most of the giant animals died out the camelops died out too makes sense also apparently camels and horses both originated in the americas and then like migrated everywhere else Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool but also like cursed Mostly because I don't like horses. Oh, I'm like, why is that curse? That's how people did, too. I just don't like horses. So I think it's cursed that they originated here. And then they were, like, gone forever. We didn't have horses in America. And then we brought horses back to America. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you want to hear... Uh, No, I've already told this cursed horse fact on the pod. Do you want to hear it again?
1: Have you? Sure.
0: It's how the their leg bones are just specialized finger bones. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's why... You don't, you don't have to shoot a horse whenever it breaks its leg, but it's like the leg will not heal. So if it's, it would be in pain for the rest of its life. So
1: it would be, I just heard my heat kicked on and realized I didn't turn it off. Oh, well, that's okay. All right. So no, we are not talking about the camelops. We are talking about modern Bactrian and dromedary camels. Dromedary. And two humps this time. Meow, meow, two humps this time. Meow, meow. Opposite. I know. <laughs> Which is why that joke is funny. <laughs> Bactrian camels have two humps because the B has two bumps. Dromedary camels have one hump because the D is just like one big hump. Okay.
0: I like my also way better, the... but you just have to remember that it's actually the opposite.
1: Yeah, that's more complicated. Also, the Bactrian camels are commonly found in East and Central Asia, and dromedaries are found in Africa and West Asia.
0: I rode on a camel when I was in Morocco.
1: Oh, really? How yeah. was it?
0: It was scary. They're taller than you think, and. Yeah. It was, like, cool once you got used to it, but they were it was a little stressful. Because they, like, have to sit them, like, they'll do, like, a little cat loaf, and then that's when you get on, and then the guides, like, made them stand up, and that's fair. Oh. that's, it was a lot.
1: Yeah, that sounds terrifying. But it was cool. Nice. So, Camels in the Desert. In 1855, here's your history lesson. All right. Jefferson Davis, who was the Secretary of War under President Franklin Pierce, got Congress to set aside $30,000 the equivalent of almost $900,000 today to purchase camels for the U.S. Army's first and only camel corps.
0: See, I would be fine with that. I don't, like, we all know my opinion on the military, but if they set $900,000 aside to buy a bunch of camels, I'm here for this.
1: Yeah, so basically we were still doing the whole manifest destiny thing back in the 1850s, Mm -hmm. and we needed a good way to travel through the deserts of the western United States. Major George H. Crosman recommended the use of camels in 1836 since the main problem with horses and mules is that they don't get enough water when crossing the desert (sighs) camels though can go a lot longer and they can carry heavier loads than a mule so basically the army gave money to major henry c wayne and lieutenant david d porter and they used it to buy 33 camels and to hire six camel drivers and a veterinarian (laughs) all right Unfortunately for them, they assumed that everyone in the Middle East knew everything about camels, and they were wrong. Hmm. They also didn't actually hire a veterinarian. His cure for everything, like whether it was like a bump, a bruise, or like an illness, was to tickle its nose with a chameleon tail.
0: I mean, they didn't know a ton
1: of stuff about medicine. I think they knew more than that.
0: I think, yeah, I do think that they would know more than
1: that, though. I think these dipshits were just like. (laughs) You live here, right? All right, so you know everything about camels? Cool. Come to America.
0: Good old-fashioned American stereotypes. Like, we...
1: I think the quote from the article was like, but in reality, they knew... They would have known no more about camels than a city boy knows about a horse. Oh, my God. (laughs) Which I think is so funny. So they hired these people, and even though they didn't know everything about camels, Wayne and Porter still, like, learned about the animals, decided that they liked them, and tried to teach the muleteers, also called mule handler- handlers or mule skinners, how to handle them. They also wanted to use camels to, like, transport people, supplies, and letters through the desert. Okay. Because there weren't like roads through the West back then. This is very true. Yeah, we were still working on that. There were two problems with that this idea. One, all the horses and mules were afraid of the camels because they probably look like a horse slash mule version of an eldritch horror. Yeah. Like, a camel probably looks like a really fucked up horse to a horse. Looks like a nightmare creature. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Problem number two. Apparently, cowboys were not actually nice to their noble seeds. There's a reason that the muleteers were known as mule skinners.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, if they're mule handlers, you don't really want them to be skinning them.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, apparently it's because of, like, how heavily they would use the whip. Hmm. Yeah, it's really sad. Unlike horses and mules, however, camels do not put up with that shit. If you're mean to a camel, they will spit on you and or stomp you to death with their hooves. So the muleteers and the camels didn't get along. There's another, like, quote from that article where they're like, yeah, historical accounts were basically like, the Americans that apply for these jobs are assholes. Hire Mexicans instead. It's Like, you know what? All right. I mean, okay. if they're also not going to be assholes. Go ahead. Americans, though. We are the problem and it is the truth. Mm-hmm. But then there was also a third problem that came up, the Civil War, during Ugh. which yeah, during which Wayne and Porter were called away. So this was kind of like the final blow for the U.S. Camel Corps. After this point, like, the program basically died, and so did most of the camels. You know, everyone, like, says that camels store water in their hump. Mm-hmm. That is a lie. It's, camels, like, fat, actually? right? Yeah, it's fat. And then there's, like, another myth that they store water in the lining of one of their, like, three stomachs or whatever. Also not correct. So they just regulate their body heat really well. So instead of sweating, they'll get super hot during the day. So like their body temperature might go up to 104. Mm -hmm. And then at night, they just radiate all that heat away. So they'll go down to like 90 something. Interesting. Yeah. So unlike humans, like their body temperature can fluctuate. And that's actually, that's really cool. But no one knew that back then. So they thought that if the camel's hump was still firm, then they didn't need water. So they just like wouldn't water the camels while they were working. Hmm. Yeah, and this kind of resulted in like all the camels were either sold off, worked to death, or released into the wild. Pharaoh camels. So this is why it might not have been so shocking when Hamblin identified the red ghost as a camel. Most camels, however, are not known to carry corpses, but that mystery was at least partially solved about a year after the ranch woman was killed. But between like her death and the end of all this, the end of the red ghost's reign of terror. There were several other, like, sightings. Mm-hmm. One such sighting, which I'm sure you're going to enjoy, occurred in the evening when a cowhand at the Anchor Jot Ranch spotted a, a creature in the branding Corral, which should have been empty at such an hour. The cowhand opened the gate to check out the animal which had gotten inside and in true cowboy form got out his lasso. Yeah. This next sentence is directly from the Cryptids Wiki. Quote, traditionally, cowboys have been unable to resist the temptation to rope anything that wears hair, and this fellow was no exception. Unquote. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything that wears hair? I think it's like any animal with hair.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, still very yeah. funny, but.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's Thank you, Cryptids Wiki. Oh my god, I love it. So, when the mysterious animal charged at him, the cowhand laughs at it before he before going oh shit that's not a cow <laughs> and as it was trained to do at this time the horse like reared up it on its hind legs it went to like pirouette slash turn away but because the thing he lassoed was not a cow the red ghost crashed directly into <gasps> him and his horse like on purpose and knocked both to the ground as it sped away into the night no one died okay
0: good did it the horse die anymore.
1: not as it didn't say the horse died
0: okay we're gonna say that it didn't
1: yeah horse lived. horse just got like it just took a tumble so when recounting this tale, the cowhand did note that the camel still had the remnants of a human man on its back. Ew. I know. The red ghost's haunting career ended once and for all in 1893, 10 years after its first appearance. So between, like, 1883 and 1893, it just, like, terrorized Arizona. <laughs> this guy's name? Mizzou Hastings. Hell morning, yeah! Woke up one ranchy morning. Mizzou! And spotted the camel eating his turnips. He calmly rested his shotgun on the window and fired. He was the first person to successfully hit the red ghost, and he killed it. Hell yeah, Mizzou. When he examined... What? Hell yeah, Mizzou. <laughs> yeah, Mizzou. What a name. So when he examined the animal, he noticed that it was badly scarred and was covered in knotted rawhide strips that had been attached for so long that they had cut into its flesh. Hmm. The corpse, however, had like presumably like decayed and fallen off a while ago, but with the way that it would have been secured two things could have happened. Number, But either way, like, it did not get there on its own. So either right. the man was alive and forcibly tied down, like, to the camel, or people just, like, had a corpse and wanted to torture the camel, so they tied the corpse to the camel. So... Oh. I don't know which one I would rather it be, yeah. Or the beast. And it's like, I don't like either, but those are the options. Hmm. And thus, the very real and kind of sad tale of our feral American camel, the Red Ghost, came to an end. But camels were reportedly sighted around the western United States in 1901, 1913, 1921, and 1941. Interesting. Yeah. That was a wild story. It was. And it took place in the wild, wild west. We had a cowboy.
0: We had several cowboys. We had some gold prospectors. We had a man named Mizzou. This story had had everything. We had a woman
1: trampled to death. Yeah. We had the American Camel Corps.
0: It's... Thank you very much for teaching me about this whole story because my life my life is enriched knowing that there used to be camels.
1: Right? I like I saw the name and I was also like, all right, so this is gonna be probably pretty lame. And then I read, I was like, there are so there's so much to this story. Oh my god. That's so good. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. So my main source for the episode, and honestly like the true star of the show, is the nineteen sixty one article entitled The Red Ghost from American Heritage Magazine it was a beast of an article literally like if you didn't press show on one page i think it was seven pages
0: dang
1: yeah it was super long very detailed but it didn't list the author so i don't know who wrote it
0: well we thank you for your service
1: yeah seriously you told me a great story when i was supposed to be doing science this is
0: kind of science if you
1: think about it yeah this was a real creature this is a known thing yeah and we got a history lesson yeah yeah but my other sources are the Red Ghost from Cryptid's Wiki, Woo-hoo. and the Wikipedia pages for Camelops, Grizzly Bear, and United States Camel Corps. Oh, what was the question that you looked up that I was supposed to ask you? You weren't supposed to ask, but I thought if you, for some ungodly reason, were an American who was not at least familiar with the name, like, O.K. Corral, oh, okay. I better know, like, details of what happened.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, the, I don't really know what happened there, but I know the term, O.K. Corral.
1: Yeah. Because if you live in America and you grew up here, you know that there is a gunfight at the O.K. Corral. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so if people want to contact us, Lindsay, how can they do that?
0: So first, give both Erica and I $900,000 so we yes. can buy some camels. Um, and you We'll
1: t- hire people who actually know things about camels.
0: Yeah, we'll make sure that they get veterinarians that know that uh, tickling them with the tail of a chameleon would do probably less than nothing it would probably hurt them maybe (laughs) yeah um so then once we get those camels we will ride through the american desert um Mm -hmm. and we'll like tweet out uh where we're going to be stopping so you can just find us in one of those cities and then ask us your question
1: i think that sounds like a plan yeah yeah i mean i guess if because it's a pandemic and you didn't we will be wearing masks we will be social distancing yeah if you're holding the line, it's okay. Then it's okay that you don't have $900,000 for each of us.
0: Yeah, but if you uh, sold your game stock, game stocks, <laughs> GameStop stocks or whatever and you're not going to give us $900,000, I don't want to talk to you. So, yeah. don't bother.
1: So, if that's not the case, then you can also email us at justmightexistpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at justmightexist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the so one things. last one last question Lindsay what is the cryptid of the week
0: Cryptid of the week is my alcohol tolerance